Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kicking off a, uh, kicking off a week of excellence, I guess you would say. Um, it is our big broadcast. It is Coast to Coast. It is Boulder to Boulder. It is TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, um... I just, I just don't understand sometimes the way that people operate on social media, how they operate their social media. It's always, it's always very entertaining. But uh, we are going to go to our good friend, Mr. Alan K. Patch, A.K. Patch, and of course uh, you can keep up with him online, akpatchauthor.com. That's akpatchauthor.com. Alan K. Patch, of course, Patches of Delphi, and Delphi's Chosen are now available. Patches of History this week about the Olympics and uh, amid the frigid politics and frigid weather, the 2018 Winter Olympics opens with the fanfare and financial fervor that we have come to expect of this modern-day worldwide event. But where did it all start, and what other bumps occurred along the way? Well, historian Alan K. Patch is with us today. He is going to join us here on the telephone here in just a few seconds with a few facts about the celebration of international athletics. And uh, A.K. Patch, how are you, my friend? Very good, Jiggy. We're back again. Uh, another another segment of Patches of History. Another Patches of History. Here we go. Um, where did the Olympics originate, my friend? Uh, I've heard a lot of different things. Clear us up for us and, and tell us where they actually originated. Well, you know, it, it originates in ancient Greece in 776 B.C. You know, and, and these games honor the god Zeus. But, you know, we still have it every four years. But the reason for that is even back then... There were four different cities, and they alternated, you know, each year. So you get it every four years. But you got to remember that athletics are very important to the ancient Greeks. You know, they, they appreciated the beauty and perfection of human form. But there's another point to this, and that is that athletics were essential to the training and the spirit of the warrior class. When they went into battle, they wore like 40 to 70 pounds worth of equipment, you know, armor and, and uh, all the different things that were heavy, and so they had to be in good shape. Sometimes they had to run into battle, so that's part of it, too. Uh, but, you know, until the Roman era, only men from Greek origin could compete in these games. The women had their own games in different locations. <laughs> you know, so these games were supposed to be apolitical, you know, sporting events, but, you know, it became, uh, at some point, a political football. It is Alan K. Pash. He's joining us today here with Patches of History here on our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, TalkShoe.com. Alan Patch is with us today. Also, uh, check out Patches at Delphi and Delphi's Chosen. AKPatchAuthor.com. That's AKPatchAuthor.com. Um, what was first known example of the games being tainted by politics, my friend. Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
the Olympics happen in this city-state of Elis. You know, they hosted the games, but, you know, they always remain neutral from wars and disputes. But, you know, they had this war between Athens and Sparta called the Peloponnesian War. This is in 424 B.C. And at that time, Elis sided with the Athenians, and they banned Sparta from the games. Now, you don't want to make the Spartans mad, right, Jiggy? No! No. There's something wrong with that. Uh, you don't do that. But anyway, that's <laughs> the first time that politics reared its ugly head uh, in the games. And and then the games were shut down in 393 AD because there was a Christian emperor, and he described them as a pagan cult event. So he shut them down. It took a long time to get them back to him. Yes, indeed. It is uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. AKPatchAuthor.com. It's AKPatchAuthor.com. And he joins us today. Patches of history. Check out Passage of Delphi and Delphi's Chosen each and every day. Get more information at AKPatchAuthor.com. And uh, great books by our regular contributor, Patches of History with uh, Alan K. Patch. Now, um, when the games began again in 1503... Uh, or 1896, excuse me, uh, 1,503 years later in 1896 in Athens, Greece. What was the difference, uh, and, and, and what was different about these? Break it down for me, Patch. Well, you know, they were international athletes at that point. You know, before it was either just Greeks, and the Roman era kind of expanded, but in, in the modern day we have international athletes, and we have many more expanded events, which we see in, you know, in the Summer Olympics and, and that. It's, it's, it's a different... It's a different uh, set of games. Um, but then, uh, 1900, women could compete, Jiggy. They competed in the 1900 games in Paris. It was golf and croquet and sailing and lawn tennis. So that was a big change also. Fantastic. It is Alan K. Patches today. Patches of History. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. What changes happened to the games during the 20th century, Alan? Well, here's where the politics becomes even more important, uh, you know, because they would, you know, normally keep them going, but, but, you know, in World War One, the games were canceled altogether, and uh, you know, in 1924 they added winter games, so that's where you start getting your skiing and other things. But uh, one of the big uh, political events was really Berlin in 1936, and uh, you know, the countries were becoming wary of Hitler, and there was actually a decision by the U.S. not to boycott the game. And so Hitler was able to showcase Berlin and sort of these German advancements, but he kind of camouflaged his racism and his territorial desires. And, uh, you know, to dem- demonstrate the dominance of the Aryan race to And, uh, you know, so the games took place and, and the U.S. was there. But that's also where Jesse Owens kind of took care of that domination of the Aryan race. Remember, he ran all those, he went all those sprinting events. So, you know, countries use, uh, Sometimes the Olympic Games, you know, there's competition between countries. Uh, eventually, you know, World War II, there were no games. And uh, 1972, this, this is terrible. 1972, the Palestinian terrorists killed 11 Israeli athletes and a German police officer in Munich. Back in 1980, you know, we boycotted the Summer Olympics in, Mo- in Moscow because, um, because the Russians invaded Afghanistan. And then in 1984, they kind of paid us back during the Summer Olympics and the Soviet Union boycotted those games. So you see the political football that started a long, long time ago has only gotten more so. 
It is Alan K. Patch, A.K. Patch Arthur, with us today, kpatcharthur.com. What is the political ploy of the 2018 Winter Games, Patch? Hey, look at this one. Now we have it taking place in South Korea, and North Korea is there, too. Now, uh, you're watching the same thing I am. They got those North Korean cheerleaders there. They got uh, some of the officials from North Korea trying to, you know, show us the, you know, the, the human face of North Korea. And, and what we have to kind of wonder what's behind this. You know, we can't uh, necessarily um, take that at face value. They're, they're putting across some, some great advertising here and marketing, um, and we do see some of the human side of North Korea, but it's a repressive statement, so we have to wonder, you know, what is behind this? What is his goal? Uh, does he have, you know, ulterior motives for what he's doing? We've got Alan K. Patch with us today, akpatchauthor.com. As we wrap up here, um, Alan's Patches of History brings us inside to the past and the present. His novels bring us adventurous escape into the past and the present. Alan Patch's fast-paced novels bring history to life in the Delphi series, where ordinary people are thrust into extraordinary situations. Passage of Delphi and Delphi's Chosen are available at Amazon. Barnes and Noble, and at akpatchauthor.com. That's akpatchauthor.com. For the people in the cheap seats in the back, akpatchauthor.com. Alan, looking forward to our next patches of history, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, my friend. All right. Be back same time, same station, right? Yes, indeed. We'll talk to you then, my friend. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you. There goes Dr. Patch. And as we wrap up here on our big broadcast. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.